we figured out your riddle, Bigfoot. You you got us for a second. <laughs> Speaking of riddles, who's seen the the Batman? The uh, Batman. Not yet. I Don't did. ruin anything for me. Okay, it's pretty. I bad. haven't the, seen the Batman. There's a guy called the Riddler in it. Yeah, there's a guy called the Riddler. He does riddles. He's. A, he's a, that's I've never he heard of this. I, I'm a it's huge a, it's super It's almost a hundred-year-old character. I'm a huge <laughs> Batman super fan, and what you're telling me is yeah. not true. There's I've never yeah. heard of this character. <laughs> <laughs> the Batman. In um, The Batman. <laughs> yeah. There was... It's probably because I've had Batman a little bit on the brain, because it's just... It, it's all the discourse right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was uh, wa- watching this episode... And thinking like we should have had a, a straight up Odo Batman episode. Yeah, he does every kind of Batman it up sometimes. Yeah, every once in a while he's like Detective Odo, but his methods, I guess it, they're like Batman <laughs> in the sense that he like breaks the law to solve crimes. And a lot, he, you know? he walks up to Cork and just picks him up and is like, "Where is he? Tell me where I know." I just want this yeah. whole scene between him and the security officer. Are pretty hilarious too. Like, <laughs> I I'm really bummed out that this is the proto Michael Eddington, right? Yeah. The, like the security officer who doesn't get along with Odo. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm bummed out that they didn't stretch this guy out because he reminds me of the sheriff's um deputy from uh No Country for Old Men, where it's like. <laughs> <laughs> we just missed him, you know, like just a little bit bumbly, like a little bit of a dumb con- uh, uh, deputy. <laughs> well, geez, I've never lost a commander before. <laughs> Gee, Willikers, I wonder where they could be. Yeah. Because oh, he's in the episode, I think, right before this, too. And in that one, he basically is just Eddington, where it's like, I'm here to do a job for Starfleet security. And we're going to butt heads, Odo. And Odo's like, maybe we can learn to work together by the end of it. He's so happy-go-lucky in this. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm just chilling. <laughs> just How had are a you? pretty crazy night last night. Yeah. <laughs> They got totally torched. They were done. They got blasted. They got blasted. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Let's see here. Apparently, our stream is still in Elden Ring. Just say that because I think people want to watch Elden Ring. And yeah, we might we're going to get so many viewers. We might get some people uh, who want to watch Elden Ring. (laughs) And then they'll be like, well, I actually like Star Trek also. So I'm just going to stay watching this. Uh, That is not. Talk about not what you know, parallel here. <laughs> the game, this game, exactly uh, is so Ring. much like figure out what how to play. <laughs> it's basically <laughs> Elden Ring in the Star Trek universe. It's basically Elden Ring, basically. Yeah, basically. Mo- Chula, it's called right. It's Chula? Called Chula. I don't Chula. remember. Yeah, it is. It's called Chula. <clears throat> Chula. And then you move on to the next. What's the what are the ring? What are the rings called? Because it's something real dumb. It was really dumb. What was the levels? I, um, I don't remember. <laughs> hey, it, your birthday is coming up like real soon, isn't it, Darius? Like next week? Uh, yeah, next Saturday. It's next weekend. It's next next Saturday. Saturday. Okay. All right. Oh, We're I'm not going to be available to record on Saturday. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Neither am I. Figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> it might just be you, Yun. Yeah, solo. Me and yeah. Solo. Dylan are playing in a in a curling bond spiel. We're gonna uh, be ice curling. Cur- That's dope. That's yeah. great. You should come watch. 
Because it's yeah, here in LA. I'd love that. Because it's here in LA. I'd love that. That sounds really fun. Let me know I like, what I the details are. Yeah, I will. Um, and we'll just pick a different day for recording. Maybe you can record. It's all weekend. There, so we might. You might have to record by yourself. <laughs> you might have to do. I like would a, love to hear a Jan solo the, episode. Jan from the field recording. <laughs> <laughs> uh, reporting here at the field. Uh, I'm in the curling center of California. <laughs> Yeah, you should record while the, the matches are going on. <laughs> It'll be a yeah, special I, I, episode. Doing a solo podcast is, I, I, I draw tough. the line there. I'll do a podcast with two other white guys, but a solo white <laughs> guy myself, podcast. Absolutely <laughs> not. My my birthday is the same day as Lodare's grandma. Wow. Aww. That's awesome. Did you know uh, if you have 20, I think it's like 23 <laughs> people in a room. It's something like weird, like 23 people. Chances are fifty percent that somebody in that room has the same yeah. birthday as you. Yeah, they're That's over fifty percent. Actually, yeah, I love those kinds of stats <laughs> that prove that our brains are stupid because <laughs> we're not designed to think of math. You know, somebody Human explained brains it. math are just like how many bushels of corn are in front of me? Seven. Great. That's all I need to yeah. be able to figure out. <laughs> somebody, somebody like explained 25. it. Yeah. Like why that work? Why it works? And they're like, "What you need to think about?" And I was like, "I'm already gonna get lost." They're like, "Is we're not trying to prove how many? Like, what's the likelihood that somebody has the same birthday as you? What what we're proving is what's the likelihood that somebody doesn't have the same birthday as you? And like you sit there and they did the proof, and it's like they did it like 23 times. Like at at the at 23, that's one. It's over 50 percent. Uh, under 50% that somebody doesn't have the same birthday with you, as you, which makes it over 50% that somebody does. And I was like, oh, that's so just weird. makes me so mad when I hear stuff like that. <laughs> when I had a, a, a huge, I don't even want to call it an argument, but just like a crisis of faith when I had an argument with one of my smartest friends. Not Again, not an argument, but like uh, he's, you know, he went to Georgia Tech. He's one of the smartest people Smart. I've ever met. And he was explaining to me how your odds improve when you reduce the number of, options uh and yeah. you should switch like if you choose like one out of three things the door if you choose problem, one the three door problem yeah, yeah yeah but you remove three then you switch over to two because your odds are now better right and i was just so mad because i'm like how have they changed how have the odds changed yeah i still have a one in two chance because now yeah and he's like and you're no, like you what don't. if it's the door that i have had my guess on the whole time and i changed my yeah. bet well, then you would have got the, like, yeah. the shittier odds, but <laughs> yeah, uh, it was just, it made me so mad that he was right, but my brain refused to like accept it. It's like, Monty how can Hall. I know something is true, but also in my gut, no, it's not. Mark Cooper I says it's the Monty myself. Hall problem. Uh, that's right. The Monty Hall, the Monty problem. Hall problem. Okay. And we got so many smart people that listen to our podcast, and I, I feel, feel like we're just the doing dumbest. The <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like Star Trek is a very, very smart people thing. It's not only for smart people, but a lot of smart people like it. And we're over here yeah. like we're doing a comedy podcast about Star Trek. <laughs> Riker likes hot ladies. Riker likes hot ladies. <laughs> you have to be. I think you have to be a little bit dumb to put a microphone in front of you and think anybody wants to listen to you. <laughs> It's the Joe Rogan 
theory of podcasting, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, he doesn't do any research, and he's he could even have a team that does research for him, but he doesn't. He doesn't. So he's just like, I'm just going to go crazy for no, two hours. he does have a team who does research for him, and he has a TV where there's a guy on a computer. The only reason I know this is I watched him get owned by a dude about vaccines, and the guy was like, they were yeah. talking about like... <laughs> Yeah, you have like more, you have a uh, higher rate of having like a heart problem with the vaccine or whatever. Uh, heart, the guy's like, like yeah. actually, what yeah. is it? Like heart palpitations? Myo- myocarditis. Like when your heart yeah, swells. And the guy was basically. like, yeah. The guy was like, uh, you actually have like five times more of a chance if you get COVID. And yeah, he was like, exactly. I don't, I don't know. I don't think that's true. And the guy pulled it up on the TV and was like, yeah, he's, he's like, right. oh, I gotta see, I gotta see those sources. I don't, uh, I don't know. I gotta see the that's sources. the thing. <laughs> Joe Rogan's like the backlash <laughs> effect. <laughs> he, got, he had the same. Oh, he had the same response as you did to the to the Monty Hall problem, Jan. He was like, <laughs> he's like, I know he's right, but I don't want to believe it. <laughs> I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. <laughs> it's hard. Our brains aren't designed to be logical. Biases no. are helpful, actually, in survival. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you're like. You know, when when guess when thinking there might be a line in that bush is worth being wrong about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like if you there is die. a line in the bush, you're gonna die. But yeah. if, but if not, you're wrong about left. a line being in the bush, <laughs> whatever, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're just gonna have anxiety for the next uh, yeah, life. Have, yeah. Whenever you see bushes, you're gonna get you're anxiety. Gonna freak out. But now yeah. our lives are too simple, so we're like. What if the needle kills me? What yeah. if the needle kills yeah, the, the, the me? Yeah, the brain's like the brain's like, yeah, but what if I when I'm running away, I trip on a rock and hit my head and I die? <laughs> you know there's like you know there's no rocks around here, right? Yeah, but what if? But what, what if? if that happens when I'm that's running? The, that's the best thing I learned about anxiety is learning that our brains are literally wired to like save us from animals. And now that we don't have animals to be saved from, we're like freaked out about other we have to be freaked out about something. Yeah, it's fascinating. We should start like, recording. Like, <laughs> I am. Reco- we we are recording. We recording. You're recording, right? What? This is the entry. Jan's just been hopping into the episodes recently without <laughs> without a go. I don't know if you've noticed this, but like, I've just kind of suspected that we've been in the episode for a while what? now. <laughs> I I'm in. I'm in, fellas. <laughs> Jan, this this would be like this would be like if I got in the car. And you were wow. driving, and Dylan was in the passenger seat. And then you guys, we were like having a conversation. You were like turned around and like talking to me, and like we were having this whole conversation. <laughs> and then like thirty minutes into the conversation, I looked outside and I realized you were driving, and I hadn't buckled time. my seatbelt up yet because we were about to go on our trip. <laughs> Simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Man, that one caught me real off guard. I, know, I tried to catch you guys. You really, man. I saw what you were doing. <laughs> got me on my I saw what toes. you were doing. Because if you weren't going to do it, then I was going to do right. it. Because I was like, oh, he's setting up a car situation. <laughs> the bub- seatbelts, the whole Perfect. situation. Yeah. So oh, it's my like, God. <laughs> we didn't introduce well, ourselves. The whole improv brain was going. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome. Oh. oh. 
how did we I feel like we we really had it good for a while we did and, and then Jan started going into the episode without telling us we're in the episode <laughs> and it's throwing us all off our brains are like now that's we're all stupid. here guys <laughs> we are all, we're here. all here welcome to Trek to the Holodeck um this week we did season one episode nine of Deep Space Nine uh which was called Something home? It's it's the name of look at the document name. Shut the fuck up, Jan. <laughs> run along home. Run along home. Move along home. Move along home is what it's called. Oh, I said Move run along, along home. home on our on our Twitch stream. It says run along home. <laughs> oh, the, what a fucking disaster! Oh, I'm, I'm Darius, by the way. I don't know. I didn't even get to say my <laughs> he's, name. He's Darius. <laughs> he's Darius. I'm Dylan. Um, and I'm Jan. And that's Jan. <laughs> We're we haven't recorded like. All together in like together. three weeks. The three of and us. This is like it's yeah, been a long this is time. Bad. <laughs> it's been a long time. We should get an in-person recording going on soon. We can really get those vibes. We could do it theoretically. Bouncing. I, I, I am getting a new audio was, board that will allow us to do it. Ooh, yeah. Man. We'll find new ways to have technical difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then when the computer crashes, all of us won't be able to right. do yeah, anything. Yeah, none exactly. of us will be around. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this episode came out oh, close to exactly 29 years to the day that this episode is releasing ago. Right. Holy shit. 14th of March, 1993. This is going to be out on the 15th, right? No, 16th. Okay. Wow. So 29 years ago. That's pretty, pretty freaking nuts. You know, seeing... Baby Jake Sisko, Sirach Lofton in this so episode. Weird. So weird. Especially like now because he's he's a grown-ass man. You know? He's got a beard. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's straight up. He's like He's got wrinkles. Age. Yeah, he's yeah. got wrinkles. <laughs> Just like if we, if we were to have, this is so, this is, but if we, if we were to have a DS9 kind of like reboot, we'd need like, uh, a situation where Sirach Laughlin is like has a kid and has to go through all the same issues that he that mm-hmm. Cisco went with him. But he's <laughs> not he's not Starfleet. He's, he's like a writer and and everything like that. Yeah. But his kid wants to be in Starfleet, so it's like the reverse of what's going on. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. like you could be a writer. <laughs> yeah, why not just squander your life and be an artist? Why not do that? I feel like Jake would have maybe four or five kids with different women. Yeah. Based on how yeah, his character yeah. is, you but like in a cool much? sort of like it all works because he's live so in like charming, a weird, charismatic. That, they live in a know. weird commune, like writers' commune or something. Exactly. And they got a whole yeah. bunch of people that raise the kids. That sounds yeah. about right. <clears throat> Do you think communes exist in this post scarcity society on Earth? Hell yeah! People just fuck off into the mountains and like absolutely live off the land. Absolutely. There's cool. also so many planets, guys. That's I guess they could fuck off to another planet and live off yeah. the land, not real yeah. quick. What are you saying, Darius? Oh, real quick. I don't know if you've seen this. Bigfoot threw it in our chat, but uh it's a year ago this this article on giant freak robot that is like exclusive. And this is a year old article. Trek Star Trek Cisco in the works at CBS, not a Deep Space Nine revival. A year ago to the day. I don't know. It's so just, what's the the article was written a year ago. Right. I mean, if, I've I've it was seen the, that. It I was the rumors. Like it was the rumors that started circulating yeah. that CBS was considering yeah. resurrecting Deep Space Nine for a new series. If Avery Brooks is not involved, I don't want any piece of it. I would watch it if if Sirach Lofton 
came on. I um, yeah, I just want Avery Brooks's energy is just so fucking weird. Well, the, the, and the rumors, the rumors were that they did they they didn't necessarily want to do Deep Space Nine. They just wanted to fa- they wanted to focus on Cisco. And so, like, they would have to get a free books if they wanted to do something like that. They might do a young Cisco, like young Sheldon, you know? <laughs> they, and they should get Yaya Abdul-Mateen to be Cisco because he's, yeah. he's like the guy now where it's like, we got to recast this black actor. Let's put Yaya Abdul-Mateen in there. <laughs> Who's great, by the way. He's fantastic. He is it just incredible. feels like the go-to thing right now is like, let's get Yaya in there. Yeah, he's perfect. <laughs> recast him. He was great in the Matrix. No, here's what yeah, they, he here's, was good. Here's what they'll do to set it up. Like it'll be uh, Star Trek Discovery, way in the future, and they'll run across Cisco, and they'll be like, "What? Why are you here?" And then boom, are you here? he's like a god. Yeah, he's like all. Yeah, he's a prophet. He's like yeah. throw, He's like being flown all throughout time and space, and like. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they de-age him. I hope they Disneyfy him and de-age him. Oh. <laughs> Have you guys seen Picard season yes. two, episode one? I have. Yes, I have. I haven't seen what episode two yet, but I love, I love episode it. one. Yeah, slaps. <laughs> yeah, it's love great. It. It's good. I'm psyched because it seems like they're like, let's kind of just make this TNG 2.0 with like a few things because they put them on a ship now. They got the uniforms, the captain. Like they're, I think they're doing the thing. I'm okay with it. I loved season. I I love I love the series premiere. Yeah, um, or the season premiere. Yeah. What's her that name? Was really good. Um, what's the character's name? The blonde hair, short scientist. Gerardi. Yeah. Um, I was telling Dylan, I'm like, they've basically just made this a trope now, because like, that's yeah, that's kind of uh, Tilly's character in Discovery. Um, and it's the trope that I want to call the Kristen the the Kristen Bell trope because they all just kind of <laughs> act like Kristen Bell in all of her her shows that's that's actually really well put yeah (laughs) neurotic white lady neurotic white lady who's like yeah (laughs) like really Really sassy but also like (laughs) yeah incredibly intelligent yeah that's that's well put yeah i mean i i i thought it was going to be tough for them even in the first season i was like i don't know she killed maddox it's hard for me to it's hard for me to be okay with her redemption arc. Well, but she's it, just a drunk now, so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now she's she's a drunk who uh, who needs therapy. <laughs> but awesome. But it's unlike Discovery. They're slow rolling it, you know, as opposed to Discovery, where it's like, hey, do we do a session right now. I did start. <laughs> I did start catching up on Discovery right last night, uh, and by catching yeah. up, I mean I watched like half of the like. F- fourth or fifth episode um yeah and i do like how they're doing like therapy sessions like that's it's good it's it's it feels like some counselor troy action like it's it's good i mm. like it i just feel bad for wilson cruz's character whose name is colber i feel bad that he's got to pull like triple duty yeah it's like uh, i'm a doctor <laughs> and i'm also a therapist well, doctor like i'm star- a brain and body doctor right. and it's starting I- to show <laughs> It's starting to show. I, have well, you yeah. watched any more of it? No. Yeah, I'm, I'm caught yeah. up. Yeah, he's like starting to crack. He's cracking. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this is crazy. There's I'm doing other three doctor. jobs and my pay rate is still the same. <laughs> <laughs> Zero dollars. <laughs> yeah. I, I, every scene where somebody approaches him is like, hey, can we talk? I just want him to finally be like, no. actually, I can't. I, can't. I don't All have right. I can't. I have to go sleep for like 10 hours. You get to talk to me. Who do I get to talk to? Who do I get to talk to? Who do I talk to? (laughs) 
<laughs> well, there's an episode that, it, yeah. Anyways. His third job it's is great. just I, being an awesome, awesome person, Lodare. Lodare yeah, like being third, a cool dad. Cool dad. <laughs> he's such a cool, man, I love him. I think he's my favorite character, to be On honest. On Disco, yeah, he's yeah. probably the most grounded and... Yeah, They're, they've done a lot of good little moments, and 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 I've I am I'm really digging the Ten C stuff without mm-hmm. spoiling much, but I'm really digging it. So, um, just to give you guys an idea of how boring this episode is to me, <laughs> I've avoided talking about it. <laughs> let's let's get into some like uh, yeah. some stuff about it because uh, spoiler, I kind of like this episode. Me too. <laughs> you freaks. <laughs> you Hamilton Smiths. <laughs> Uh, go ahead yeah get into it you guys like this episode you you, you steer the ship oh okay, okay. Dylan you go first because I have I to turn, pull up the turn thing. left you have the con okay yeah um, <clears throat> this was written by teleplay by Frederick Rappaport and Lisa Rich and Gene Kerrigan Fauci 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 uh, they did this and duet. Yeah, uh, this, this, this is one of those like screenwriting things that you, is something that you learn when you're like in the biz uh, or just like really into movies. But when there's an and, that means there was two separate writing teams. Mm. And when there's an and, like the ampersand, they're partners. That means they're partners. Yeah. Gotcha. So rich. It's hard to hear that in the audio. Yeah, so that's sorry. why I'm, I'm saying so. Yeah, rich no, no problem. Rappaport, yeah. A-N-D, Lisa Rich, Ampersand, Sam, San, yeah, Jeannie, Gene, Kerrigan, Fauci. The reason I, I found it that relevant to mention that Lisa Rich and Gene, Kerrigan, Fauci did this and duet is to me, this is the low point of season one and duet <laughs> is the high point. Like duet is such a good episode, which we'll never do because there's no Hollow Sweet content. Yeah, and this um, is bordering on Hollow Sweet. Yeah, we're gonna content. have to decide. I if don't this is Hollow even Sweet know content. Uh, what this is. My my you know, quick answer is no. Yeah. Well, we're doing it anyway. I know um, we're doing it. Uh, this we have to get a, a DS9 episode in the bad episode. Right. The yeah, story, run. yeah, was by Michael Pillar. Um, and it was directed by David Carson. And the music was by our friend, friend of the pod. Yes. Denny Mac. Return of the Mac. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Denny Mac. Dennis McCarthy. Literally the return of the Mac. We haven't had a Denny Mac in a while. It has while. been a minute. Uh, we should get. He should do. You know how Travis Scott does the uh, like the the Big Mac like the have Travis Scott meals at McDonald's. Yeah, I did not know that. <clears throat> well, there are people the Denny Big celebrities Mac. are doing like. Yeah, we should do it. He should do a uh, Dennis a Denny Big Mac meal at at yeah, McDonald's. McDonald's is letting celebrities like be like, this is what I order when I go to McDonald's, and yeah. then they sell it as a meal and they call it like. Yeah. There's a Jennifer <laughs> Lopez one. Now or no? I don't think I doubt Jennifer Lopez has had McDonald's in two decades. I do too, but they're trying to hype brand. McDonald's <laughs> no, basically. there was a Mariah Carey one during Christmas. There was a Mariah Carey meal. That's what it was. I believe yeah. that one a little bit more. I think Mariah Carey lives her life a little bit more freely versus J Lo, who is like somehow looks younger than she did 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. That takes a lot of work. And <laughs> she's effort. in the cabal that eats yeah. the babies. Oh right, I forgot she's eating those babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, God. Okay, 30-second uh, recap of the episode. Unfortunately, Jan, it's your turn this week. So <laughs> to... you get to recap the episode. Hold on, hold on. Okay. We had Mark do it two weeks in a row. Is it really Jan's turn? Yeah, because yeah, I've been on deck. Okay, all right. So just double you know check. how it says like just Jan check or it. guest? All right. Yeah, it's just been, the, yeah. Because I haven't adjusted last week and Dylan, Jan, yeah. Okay, I'm ready whenever you let me know when I'm ready, when you're ready to be ready for me. Who's got a timer? Um, Darius doesn't, so I do. Uh, <laughs> 30 seconds. No, that's minutes. Fucking shit. Uh, <laughs> Just get a 30 seconds on, on the clock whenever you, whenever you go. So it's the first first contact from the Gamma Quadrant. Cisco's wearing his dress uniform. Bashir's not. Most interesting part of the episode. Uh, Quark, uh, turns out these species, the Wadi, just love playing board games. So they go to Quark's immediately. Quark cheats, of course. So they're like, oh, play our game. And it turns out that it's a nonsensical, really difficult game. And everybody, it seems that the crew is going to die in it. But uh, it turns out that it's just all a game and none of it matters. And Quark has a crisis of conscience at some point. Also, Jake likes to bang. <laughs> Jake likes to eye But bang. can't yet because he's a teenager. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's eye banging all the Bajoran girls that are I, coming in. I do love this this small little like side plot about like Cisco being mad that Jake's hanging out with Nog. And he's like, you're hanging out with Nog? You learned he everything. He doesn't even believe women need to wear clothes. Like, yeah. And like a part of me is like, yeah, I wouldn't want my kid hanging out with Nog either. Kid's a psychopath. <laughs> What I love about it is that it sets up the like both Jake and Nog are good for each other because they pull each other mm-hmm. in those in oh. towards each other. Oh, Guys, such a, a nice friendship. I, I know I'm interrupting this, but it's important. Asap says, "Yeah, that she hears uh, other podcasts doing quick recaps at the top of episodes now." Really, thirty second recap. It sounds like we're gonna have to. Sue some people. <laughs> We're going to have to take the entire Indiesaurus li- litigation team's <laughs> might and throw Ooh. it behind us. So wh- whatever this podcast is, apparently does a three-sentence limit. Three-sentence limit. How do you This is a very original idea sentences. on our part. <laughs> I don't know. That's a TV guide approach. Yeah. I don't like you, it. We're gonna have Did you to- guys ever? You're probably you're probably too young to, to have ever scoped out the TV guides at the grocery store. Did no, you guys? I have. I have. Yeah, I've done it. I was a child though. Yeah, yeah. I used to be like, oh, what's in the TV guide? And then yeah. you know, and they would have this synopsis. This is what's going to be on TV this week, right? What it was the early Netflix thing. description, which whatever yeah. this podcast, other podcast is. They probably we got, got it from the from Netflix. It's like, what's yeah. the Netflix description yeah. of this episode? Like, if you had to write the Netflix, no, they got it from us. No, I know they but. got it from us. And I'm calling <laughs> on my friends at Paramount Plus and all of Viacom CBS to sick their legal team on. Them. Right, we have to get Indie Sources <laughs> legal team yeah. involved on the part. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna narc on another podcast. Uh, they're Which doing I'm a sure Star Trek podcast. <laughs> I'm sure is a good podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, that's really funny. There's no see. The thing is, the ticking clock. This is the J.J. Abrams theory. Yeah, you know, just ha- it's got to be intense, even right. if it's not an intense thing. Right. Make it as intense as possible. Right. It works so, well. We, I, I asked on on our stream last night, um, and I'm going to ask it again in the podcast. But if we know anybody 
that listens to the podcast or wants to create music for us, we could definitely use some of our own music. Like one, uh, starting soon and be right back music would be great because I'm sure we're going to get DMCA'd at some point just because yeah. uh, I, I just took all of the Star Trek intros and threw them on that thing. Uh, the other In thing we years. need is uh, the 30-second recap. We need like some really tense J.J. Abrams-style music for that so that we yeah. don't have to have a timer. We can just press play on the music and you know. That's brilliant. <laughs> what if we did... Um, did, have we tried to play Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Have we done that music before? No, but that's also not Dun. our music. <laughs> yeah, we can't use it. It's 30 seconds, though. Isn't that public domain, 30 seconds? No, it's it has like to be set up. Like, it's, yeah, there's a lot of different For fair now. use, you have to contextualize it, too. So. Can't we just say we're contextualizing this content and then do it, you know? No, it Legally? has to be relevant. Is it not relevant? I know this because I'm working in documentaries. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and and, and because I was like you like two years ago. I was like, why can't we just use it? Because like this is a movie about this. And it's like, yeah, but you have to be like, it has to be relevant to what's happening in the story. It's like, okay. I hate right. this. I hate yes. it. I hate it. Oh my God. Um, I I also, I back to the episode. Sorry, Jan. I know no, you don't want to talk about No, let's go back the episode, to the episode. But, um, I, I just love yeah. that these alien homies just like to gamble. Like that's yeah. their only thing that they've ever thought about. And they're like, we're here for a vacay. We heard you got games and we want to play. We want to play your games. And I they're so offended. That. Yeah. <laughs> that's all they, that's their culture. And I'm surprised. I'm surprised and not surprised that Star Trek has not brought these guys back. For one thing, the face tattoos, I just think it's, it just pisses me off. I just hate it. <laughs> yeah. So, my take on this whole thing is I actually think this is a great idea for an episode. And great premise. Like, what? what? I agree with you. It's yeah. a great premise. The premise for the episode is amazing. And some of the stuff that they do is great, too. It's just the writing, which I don't know. Maybe it wasn't the writing, but, like, it was early DS9, right? So, like, the actors are still getting used to their characters to begin with. Like, Bashir's over-the-top acting 100%. Like... Kira is also Ugh. over one hundred percent overreact, like overacting this stuff. Like nothing against any of the actors; they're still getting used to the character, and also the direction probably didn't help it. Um, but the the episode, I think you throw this episode like season five of DS Nine. Um, it's real good. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a banger. It's gonna be way better than mm. it was right now. Like and maybe the writers have a better idea right. too of what to do. I think my biggest complaint, and this is we talked about this with um, Threshold. For me, it breaks the rule of something bad, where it's not, it's actually also boring. And yeah. that, to me, the game was boring because I didn't have anything to hold on to. Mm -hmm. So I I checked out when because I know the idea was you're in the experience with the with the characters of we don't know what's going on, but because I like I really didn't know what was going on. And if I'm playing a board game and I have no idea what the rules are or how to play it, I'm going to check out. I'm going to just, and that's kind of what I did. I just checked yeah. out. Well, that's, it's, and, uh, the, yeah, the execution of it wasn't great. And I think if they would have like made it so that one quirk didn't know that it was them right away. Uh, so we got to play the game a little bit more without quirk knowing and quirk doing like 
some crazy shit, right? It's and like, we followed I'm risk this player to do this, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and we followed we followed them more um, back and forth. It needed to really just focus in on this and not care as much about the rest of the episode. And I think it would have felt like a little bit more. Also, at the end, like instead of them just and this is just probably production, they didn't have the money for it, but instead of them like just falling off a cliff, like we really needed that stakes of like, oh, they died. And then when they come back, you're like, oh, it wasn't a thing at all. Like, <laughs> I think I looked yeah. down for a second. What happened to Bashir? He just got, he, he just got zapped out of there. He just yeah. got zapped out? The lights Straight just up. took him. Yeah. Because the oh, lights were like the I guy's I missed fingers. that part. Like, oh, Okay. <laughs> I just remember, like, I looked down for a second, and then I looked back up, and Bashir was gone, and they were on the cliff, and I was like, what the fuck? Where did he go? (laughs) It's not clear. Again, just not... When you don't know what's happening or why anything is happening, it doesn't... I agree with you, Darius. If they had it be more quark-focused, and I also think less chance-based, because, like, that's really boring to me, too, when things are outside of characters' hands. So, like, quark is rolling dice... And then something happens. It's just all randomness. I think. Whereas if it was like Quark knew what game he was playing and he was doing things like, well, I'll just sacrifice this player to do this, you know? I think. Then you're like seeing, yeah, Quark's right, but he's also killing his friends. Right. That would up the stakes for me. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that the chance can't be there. I think they just needed to, like you, like you said, maybe explain it a little bit better because, like, the the idea of him having to choose. All right, are we going to do the safer route or are we going to do the more like the higher risk route? And then having right. the roll of the dice to decide what the next game was, it felt very much like a, um, like a, what's the Netflix show that just came out? Um, Squid Game. Squid Game's idea of like, you don't know what the next game is going to be. So the chance of like, of getting the next game, that's totally fine. Uh, you just need to throw it, like you said, into Quark's hands a little bit more. Kind of like at the end when they're like, okay, you have to sacrifice a person. Who are you going to sacrifice? And he's like, wait, what? Yeah. No. And then he has this yeah. awesome speech where he's just like, I'm a gambler. Trust a gambler. Like, I know my odds. <laughs> Which they set it up so well. And then they missed the joke. Like, I don't know if it was yeah. visual timing or what, but like it just didn't, it didn't hit. Like, <laughs> I think, I think, and I'm thinking about this too. Like, this episode starts off, it, 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 it um, as like this is first contact with the species, right? Mm-hmm. And so the the DS9 twist on it, because in TNG, it's like the Federation crew has to find a way to make first contact work, right? Uh, the DS9 twist on it, which they hint, they try to do here, is it turn. What happens when the Federation doesn't do it? It's the Ferengi, mm-hmm. and what I needed a bit more of is thematically, Quark figures out a way to make this first contact successful. Yeah, for the Federation, you know, in his own way, because yeah. he's the perfect person. Yeah, he like, actually is the perfectly suited person to yeah. do first contact with the Wadi. Mm-hmm. But instead, we kind of get this like begging scene. Like he never he never finds common ground really. Right. Yeah. He's and fully entrenched in his character. Yeah. It it I it, love these uh it had too much sorry. going on in that sense where it was yeah. like you get a little bit of mm-hmm. uh of like Scrooge aspect of like I won't do it again like ah but then you also <laughs> like but then you also have yeah him trying to be the person that does first contact I also thought it was interesting because this is the early DS9 that first contact for them is when people come through the wormhole 
and to yeah. the space station instead of them going to a planet and down to the planet as first contact. Yeah. I was like, is this them first coming, contact? Yeah. This feels more like second contact because the um, yeah. the the Vulcans <laughs> met just them first. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, I, I guess like to, in Deep Space Nine, does ever is there always like a crew on hand, like a team of five people wearing dress uniforms? Because like <laughs> some reason to come through, it's like cool. Uh, who's first on contact. first contact shift today? <laughs> first contact duty. Uh, I got to get my my dress uniform pressed. Yeah. Uh, I just was not prepared to do to first contact duty today. Yeah, hopefully nobody be, shows probably. up at a space station like this. There would be a team yeah. that specializes in that. Yeah, because you have a fucking wormhole to another part of the fucking universe, yeah. and people yeah. are going to be shooting through there all the time. All the time. Yeah. God. That'd be kind of fun stargazing, just sitting by the window and be like, hey, you want to go watch the wormhole? See yeah. anything, anything comes people through? People do that, yeah. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> D-Space 9. Great setting. DS9. Great setting. setting. Great setting. Uh, I want to... Uh, the sticks... Uh, that they have um, <laughs> the chopsticks. <laughs> does he make like a weird sex reference, or was he referencing kind of. the fag? I don't, I couldn't tell because they pulled the sticks up. Useful he's like, for many these things. things are priceless. Yeah, in our culture, and he's like, they're useful for many things. <laughs> and then later, and, they're banging them together. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck are these? <laughs> so I, of course, you know, I'm pattern seeking because I'm a human. I was like, what is it with bad Star Trek episodes and it's banging sticks together? <laughs> The Code of Honor did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> they love it. They just fucking love it. I feel like I don't, have you guys have you guys heard of the like the box office returns versus whether or not there's a water chase scene? In I it have. Thing? Yes, what? I have. Yes, I feel. Yeah, or, or it's like it's not just box office. It's also like Rotten Tomatoes score. Like if you have a water chase scene, like a boat chase scene uh-huh. in your movie, gonna you're, you're gonna have like a 15% lower Rotten Tomatoes score, <laughs> really? and you're gonna make like this however many percentage billion millions dollars less. People just don't like boats. They, they've like <laughs> no. They it was one of these like data's scenes. beautiful things where a guy was like, yeah, like James Bond movies with boat chases always lower in score. <laughs> man called Uncle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a man yeah. from Uncle, <laughs> and I thought, and I think it's like it actually makes sense because I feel like when you're writing a script and you're like, I don't know, instead of a car chase, boat what if chase. we did a boat chase? And that to me means you're scraping bottom of some sort of barrel. <laughs> you know, like I love, I love the idea that like movie executives are like become like stat cast MIT guys, and yeah. they're like boat Money chases. Ball. Yeah, money. They're basically just moneyballing the film industry. I'm going to give you a boat chase that will not fall into that category. You ready for it? Do it. Yeah. A a motorboat. A motorboat chase. You want to try to guess what what I'm thinking here? I'm thinking. There's only one good one that I can think of. No, no, it's 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 if you were to write a movie, it's not an actual one that exists. Maybe it does. Okay. A motorboat chase through Venice, Italy. That's it. Because, that's definitely happened. Because it's like their roads. There's a lot of things to crash into. There's a lot of high stakes that you could kill somebody in. I feel like a boat chase out in the open water, not exciting. Because what are you going to run into? How are you going to die? Like, <laughs> exactly. And that's why I the def- only movie that's gotten it right is Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Because aren't they going through Venice? They're, no, I, no. I, I don't think it's Venice, but it's, it's one of the, it, it's, 
maybe it is Venice. It is Venice. Yeah, Indiana it Jones is? Venice boat chase. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there, you so there you go. See, there you and go. And a guy gets they they basically Spielberg does a an echo of the guy's head getting chopped up in the propellers from Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh-huh. He does it in boat propellers. The boat gets. I'm telling yeah. you. I, okay, telling you. I don't know. I'm not buying this because Moonraker has a Venice boat chase. Also, I think all the boat chases are in Venice. I, I have a hard time believing no, that there's, there's one in Quantum of Solace that's really bad. There's one in uh, from Russia with Love. There's they're in all of them. I think there <laughs> there wasn't one in No Time to Die. There was no boat chase in that one. There's not one in Skyfall. There's one in Italian Job also. Well, yeah. Is it in Venice? It's in Venice. They're, they, they're all in Venice. There's no other boat chases. Well, because you know, you know the writers like, all right, we need to have a boat chase. It's gonna be like a car chase. But they they had the same thought that Venice. I did. They're like, where yeah. where can you have a boat chase? It's a car Venice. You know, it's okay. okay. Venice, in about a hundred years, you'll be have to have you'll have boat chases throughout all of the West Coast and the East Coast. Yeah. What about water rises in Florida? That's just all boat chases. Huge flop. And that movie was a massive <laughs> flop. Huge flop. The more the more boat in the movie, the worse it's going to perform. Titanic is the thing. Is the is only the exception. exception that proves the rule. But it's not getting chased by anything. It's sinking. except an iceberg. <laughs> yeah, it's sinking. The chase is already it's getting chased chase by our societal norms. <laughs> I do love to imagine like uh, a version of Titanic where the Titanic's getting chased by a sentient iceberg. <laughs> It's like trying right. to kill it, it. It's it's like one of those like Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter twists yeah. to the story. Yeah, where it's yeah. like, why is the captain saying we have to go full bore? It's like you don't understand. If we don't go as fast as possible, that iceberg's gonna kill us. It's gonna kill us. Here's here's it's here's an my alien twist iceberg. on this one. It's it's a game of chicken between the captain of the Titanic and, the and an iceberg. It's like who's gonna move? Who's gonna move first? <laughs> You know what would be a real good one? Uh, speed on water. You know <laughs> they did uh, that. Did they do speed on water, <laughs> buddy? Buddy, that's What's speed, speed on water? to cruise control. No way! No it's way! It's on a cruise ship. <laughs> <laughs> it's real. God damn it! And it it's probably very terrible. bad. <laughs> Willem Dafoe is the bad guy in it. He's Dafoe in it. And it's very not good because they uh, recast. They didn't recast Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves just said, "I don't think I'm gonna." I'm do not it. doing. This. And and uh, Jason Patrick was the replacement. So it's just like a, a huge drop in charisma oh, and watchability. Man. So it's like all like on the shoulders of Sandra Bullock. But again, the entire thing is on the boat. So there's just no way it's gonna be fun. The top no. speed of a boat. So Does Jan, not compare, John. Is is what you're, not in traffic. Is what you're saying? Uh, the Star Trek equivalent of this is sticks. <laughs> yes. Is that what you were trying to get to get across? After our ten minute digression into boat chases, <laughs> if there are stick, if there's stick banging in a Star Trek episode, it's bad. gonna it's gonna be not as good. Yeah, it's bad. Thanks for bringing us back. <laughs> yeah, Speed's Darius. such a great movie. Speed one is incredible. Go watch Speed if you've never seen it. It's it is incredible. Awesome. It's so good. Can we talk about this whole Jake uh, and Nog and Cisco like subplot yeah. that's going like B plot that's going on here? Because yeah. mm-hmm. Jake <laughs> has the funniest looks on his face whenever either Cisco or Odo is talking about like women to him. <laughs> 
Yeah. Because he's got the like, I know more than you face on. He's like, yeah. He's like, Bajoran girls, trust me. Trust me. Trust me. I also, there's a little scene between him and Odo where he's like, where's my dad? And Odo's like, uh, I don't fucking know. He's gone. I don't know. And then he's like, well, I was going to go watch the the things, the transports come in. And he's you like, go you're going to go watch girls. And he's like, Oh, <laughs> and I love the way Oda reacts. He's like, "Get out of here, you fucking rascal! You goddamn you kid, get out of here!" Oda, yeah, the way Oda says it too is just like, "Go watch the girls." I remember when I was watching girls, and it's like, "What?" Uh, but Oda God. is like asexual. At I this know point. he doesn't. Yeah, he was a blob in like a. What's the equivalent to watching girls in the the Great Continuum? In the Link. In the Link, yeah, not the Continuum. I don't know. Like conquering the galaxy, I think. Is what... <laughs> We're going to go watch some girls. That means conquering the galaxy. (laughs) They don't like solids. They don't like solids. They don't like them. Anti-solids. Anti-solid. Yeah, I I mean, I I think I love how quickly and and continuously Deep Space Nine had the father-son relationship. It's great. It's it's very honest and... And nice, and you can. It's really great to see Cisco struggling with. Like he's like, I know I'm supposed to do some dad stuff here. I'm just not sure how to approach it. Yeah, like, I love can I it. find a lesson in what you know in what is happening with he's my like, life? He's like, like first I contact. Have, I can't have an asshole kid. I just can't have a kid that doesn't respect do women. How am I gonna do this? Like, yeah. I what I love about their relationship though is like he'll give him shit and he'll be like. You're supposed to be in bed, god damn it. And then like by the end of the scene, instead of them getting mad at each other, they're like, Come here, I love you so much. Yeah. <laughs> and exactly. they're like always like make up and it's like, ah, oh, that's nice. It's nice that you can have confrontation and then be like, I love your little stupid ass. Go to bed. <laughs> yeah. There's a, a wonderful sitcom-y sincerity to it that mm-hmm. I'm a hundred percent there for. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um uh, I got oh, let's, uh, I got nothing else to say. Uh, there are a couple <laughs> moments in the episode where people pointedly are like, I'm not in Starfleet. And I felt like it was just a repeated idea that mm-hmm. didn't go much anywhere. You know, like if if Kiro was like, hey, I don't do this shit. I'm not in Starfleet. There's, again, a lot of opportunities for character arcs that don't occur. Like maybe in this, maybe for her, she learns okay, maybe the Starfleet way is useful or vice versa. Here's mm. how we would do it on Bajor. You know, like she tries to Bajor, like resistance fighter her way out of this game. Yeah. What yeah. repercussions does that have? Like, I don't learn anything about these characters in this scenario. At all. They're in the game and they're in peril, but like, I mean, like we get a little bit of Jadzia being sciencing about it. Kind of smart. Bit. Yeah. Um, but Bashir is just like, you know. <laughs> Bashiring. <laughs> <laughs> neurotic panic attack <laughs> I love that moment so much cause I was like oh, he's really God. just going for it <laughs> was he asleep yes I can't tell he's standing up is he yeah, shy? is he, he was, Kirk he's Kirk he's Kirk sleeping there was it was <laughs> he was Kirk sleeping I just <laughs> It the whole scene doesn't make sense because he says like oh thank god like you're here like I thought I was in a dream and then he talks to uh, Kira and he's like but we are in a dream no you're not in a-. he was so confused that it got me confused 
that makes me think when he said that line, I thought, did he get here, wake up, look around and go, <laughs> I'm oh, go no, sleep. no, 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 no. And then just start freaking out. Like when nap he- this off. <laughs> I don't know. What's so funny too is in that first episode of Deep Space Nine, Bashir is like, I'm going to be a cowboy. I'm on the frontier. I'm here for adventure. In this episode, he's like, I'm in a different place. I, I like <laughs> to so imagine, scared. I like to imagine his nightmare that was going on was him showing up to the first contact with no clothes on. Naked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not only does he not have his dress uniform, he is undressed. This he's also retching. He's Elden Ring wretching. wretching. Yes. <laughs> this also just annoys me because he could replicate. He could have replicated a dress uniform. There's no like I forgot to pack my it. my dress uniform. Like he could have replicated it. Yeah. You know how people, you know, now there's sort of not a trend, but you know, like if you want to get good quality fabrics and stuff the where it's weaved and stuff is 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 a is a factor mm-hmm. like certain types of cotton or denim i feel like that might be the difference between a dress uniform that's replicated versus one that's like hand stitched real nice you, know, you can cotton. feel the difference and you don't want yeah. to be wearing a dress uniform that's replicated for <laughs> hours you know yeah hours. when when he shows up cisco will be like did you replicate that no no absolutely not i can see the replicating the, the way, marks, uh, yeah. yeah the, the light the, the reflects off of it. It's it very doesn't reflect. He doesn't have way. his. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't have his friendship with what's his name yet, right? Garrick. He Garrick. doesn't have friends yet. Well, yeah. Just apparently, there was a line in the original script where he he's offhandedly says like, "I thought about Garrick asking Garrick to tailor one for me," and Jazia says says something like, um, "Would you really trust a Cardassian to?" <laughs> tailor Damn. your clothes yet yeah That's but they cut it out up. Yeah. yeah presumably for more a la moraines that don't <laughs> we uh that, that reminds me yeah we uh last night when i was streaming uh we were looking at all of yeah. the star trek uh booths that are out there and wines and this yeah. company that makes all of the star trek wine the guy who's like there like i don't know who was do we like watched a whole interview with him and he gets to the point where he has to say Kardashian and he just butchers it and says Kardashian every single time. Kardashian. And I'm like, every dude, <laughs> dude, like, <laughs> I mean, it does look like Kardashian. It does. But I'm it's, like, it's a did, joke that's been made for like two decades. Two now, decades. Yeah. But I'm like, did yeah. nobody correct you? Like, did you not do any research in this situation? <laughs> You're selling a Star I mean, Trek easy. wine. Like, <laughs> yeah. To be honest, did anybody read that uh, headline? Kim Kardashian said nobody wants to work anymore. Oh, yeah. Total Kardashian line. Com- total Kardashian line. <laughs> Kardashians true. be like, nobody wants to fucking work anymore. They don't want to be our slaves. <laughs> Somebody, okay, Bigfoot, here is a task for you. If there's anybody who can do this, it's you. I don't know if you're still on the stream. Take that gif and... <gasps> Gold Ducat her face. Yes. <laughs> Just put Gold Ducat. Or put Gold Ducat on her face. Please, God. Nobody wants uh, to work anymore. Because yeah, nobody wants to work anymore. What a hilariously tone deaf thing coming from Kim Kardashian. Right. It's like, hey, um, nobody does want to work. <laughs> Who wants to work? Right. Uh, Who wants to work? We, we've set it, our society honestly, up to where if we wanted to, People could just not work 
and yeah, we would well, be she fine. doesn't have to work. But that's the thing. Yeah, well, if people like her <laughs> weren't what they were, we could have everybody just not working. Yeah, and we'd be fine. I've come to very, <laughs> I've come to enjoy these moments where people say such shit like this, where I just read it. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> like wow. <laughs> for example, like I, you know, I'm working full time on a documentary, and I have three side gigs as well. Like I don't need. I I don't want to work, and and so many people work multiple jobs, you know, yeah. or in, in a gig economy. Like this is just people are working a lot; they're working too much. Yeah, but they don't so, want to work. Yeah, they just don't want to work. Of course, Kim. Yeah. What you mean is your lazy ass sisters maybe don't want to work. I don't know. I saw somebody. I saw somebody the other day post a video, and this is getting way off track, but. Uh, basically we're, we're describing we're and explaining Russian oligarchs and how they got where they are. And then at the mm-hmm. end of the video, we're like, that would be like if Elon Musk had a friend in the transportation department. That would be like if Jeff Bezos oh! had a this in a that. I'm like, no, they do. What are we talking? They, yeah. Why are you trying to save the American billionaire's face right now? Like, yeah, they are oligarchs. <laughs> Amazon has a huge amount of lobbyists in, in Washington. That's so sus to me because I yeah. have a hard time believing somebody would understand Russian right. oligarchs and then be like, I don't really get how billionaires right. operate in the United it's States. Like, right. It's right. the same. It's the exact same. Bill Gates has an army of lobbyists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Why do you think we still draw like... We shut down nuclear plants to get natural gas plants. It's all everything. Everything is stupid. Yeah, and yeah. it's all because of our <laughs> oligarchs. Our good old oligarchs. 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 Oligarchy. Um, do you guys want to go to the archive, or you got anything else you want to say? Do a little bit. Let's, let's go to the archive. Do some trivs. A little trivia. Do some oh, trivs. Okay. Just, I know we're running long. Uh, this episode was nominated for. I'm saying this is for Mark for an Emmy Award. <laughs> <laughs> For outstanding individual achievement in hairstyling for a series. Oh my so God. once again, another episode that we've done that beats out, um, uh, what was it, In the Pale Moonlight? Or no, um, a good Deep Space Nine episode. A good Deep Space Nine episode. Uh, Avery Brooks has gone on record as saying that he hated this installment. Shocked. <laughs> Ronald D. Moore stated that when he watched this episode prior to joining the DS9 writing staff, he was wondering if everyone had lost their minds. <laughs> but here's the thing. Ronald D. Moore would have wrote this episode great. Yeah, he would have been good at it. He would have made the moments matter. Because, yeah. again, well, there's a, the character development. This kind of reminded me of that episode. What's that episode where they get basically locked in like a weird clown nightmare in like a room? In Voyager? And it's, that's Voyager, right? Yeah. It kind of reminded me of that episode, which I actually kind of liked. Uh, I thought but, about having that one next, but it, I don't think it has explicitly holodeck. Holodeck stuff. Content, neither but neither this. does this. Neither does this, yeah. We could just do that one. <laughs> I mean, we if we're doing this and we have to do the one where uh, brain people go into their brains and, and hallucinate stuff. Uh, the more, one. It's called The Thaw, by the way. <laughs> more trivia. Voyager one. More trivia. Armin Shimmerman. Shimmerman enjoyed aspects of this episode. Uh, he said, in its own cracked way, it's an okay show. It was the first time the writers allowed Quark to get somewhat serious. As Quark, I was once again screwing up, but they had given me a wonderful, almost heroic speech. It's a great speech. Um, they allowed Quark to 
if not be a hero, at least have aspirations of doing something heroic. It's one of my favorite episodes. And I get why. Yeah. That's fair. That That's kind of like how when it's like, you know what? It's an episode where I'm the main character, so I kind of have to like it a little bit. I, I And I have to have these moments. Yeah. And you're right. It probably is the first time we see Quark be a really, try to be a really good guy. Yeah. Which kind of defines his character of the Ferengi who deals with it. Like, he's like, my culture does not align with who I am, but I'm going to try. <laughs> um, and finally, uh, the name of the game is Chula as a sort of a portmanteau of shoots and ladders. <laughs> And if you think of it that way, it makes a whole lot more sense because it's just 3D shoots and ladders. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Because the ladders. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And also, this was the biggest budgeted episode since the pilot. Stop it. Let's (laughs) let's go to the archives. Uh, Once again, an example of when the budget is very high. (laughs) Doesn't always mean that's Not necessarily a good episode. All right. Oh, and well, let's do some guest star shout-outs. Joel Brooks played Fallow, the, the Wadi leader. He did good. Before he became a well-known actor, he won $10,000 on Dick Clark's $10,000 pyramid. Nice. <laughs> His celebrity partner was Lucy Arnaz. Sick. Who, a Star Trek connection there is, Desilu Productions, Star Trek wouldn't exist without it. It's all it's connected, true. man. Damn. And uh, James Lashley player. played George Primmon, the uh, the not Eddington guy. <laughs> Proto Eddington. <laughs> nice. Okay, that's it. I'm, I'm out of stuff. Let's go. Stop talking <laughs> about stuff that you hate. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> we talked about boats for a long time. We did talk about boats for a long time. <laughs> Archives. <laughs> Archives. Accessing Starfleet Archives Deep Space Nine. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. I am just saying, if we are going to make a our own version of Chula, that it should have maybe rules that are about, a, a lot clearer and easier to understand, so that the players go on a journey. No, but that's I the don't point. Think, that's the point. Is they're not yeah, supposed I don't to understand think, it. Yeah. It's a puzzle game. It's only puzzle game. Well, it's a puzzle puzzles game. Make, uh, there is a logical solution to the puzzle. But if you understand yeah, some, what's going on, you're out in a second. Like, this has to be yeah, complicated exactly. somewhat. It's like a maze. Have you ever been in a maze? Yes, I have been in a maze. There, Just have? like in Calto, there's always a way out oh, of a God. maze logically. Nobody plays Calto, though. Nobody plays it. Well, they, Do you want, they did, they Do you want people to play this game, lot, Lopec? Do you want people to play the game? Because you know what people do when they see Calto? They look <laughs> and they see you playing Calto and they say, I'll have a, a glass of whiskey and then they leave. They That's leave. That's what they do. <laughs> yeah. Well, it could sell a lot of whiskey. Maybe if we started selling some, some Romulan whiskey. We'll have to get people drunk before they even play the game. That's another good selling point, though, if we're going to try to sell it to Quark. That's true. I don't know how much he's going to want a knockoff version of this game, though. He I'm was a a worried so excited. Did you see him run after... The delegation to try to get this game? Yeah. The Wadi. Yeah. But like, I'm just, I'm worried ours isn't going to be as good, to be honest, guys. I'm oh, worried. it's not. Absolutely not going to be as good. No. 
I'm just trying to get some extra Tom, replicator rations out of this. Tom, how are you moving around so quickly in that dress uniform, by the yeah, way? Yeah, you've been squatting. You've been doing a lot of stretches. Hey, do you guys do you guys not make your own dress uniforms? I just used the one that was given me at uh, graduation nah. day in yeah, the academy. Same. Oh, I replicate a new one every time I use it. And oh, I, you replicate a dress yeah, this uniform? Yeah, one's, this one's extra stretchy material, so you can really... Yeah. Oh. What is that, like 99% cotton, 1%? Spandex or yeah, ninety nine percent spandex, one percent cotton. Wow, oh well, gosh. you can really tell. Yeah, it doesn't look as nice. Yeah, this the way that lights <laughs> reflecting off of the fire. It's like you're doesn't kind matter. Of, yeah. Doesn't matter. You know who didn't have their dress uniform ready? Bashir. I always have a dress uniform. This thing folds Bashir? down, fits in my pocket. Well, you I can, feel like. I feel like not having a dress uniform is a little better than having one that's right so close to your crotch. It's like a little cheap looking. Yeah, it looks it looks like a little cheap. It's yeah. a little tryhardy, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, I am confused. I could have been the one that got beamed in to to the cheerleading game instead of Bashir. Why? Bashir though? didn't even have his dress uniform. Well, they probably just looked for standard Starfleet uniforms and dress uniforms and you yeah. weren't wearing one you're wearing a replicated one yeah like that looks like one I went to Risa a few years ago and it looks like one that you know they're kind of hawking on the side of the street they're like mm-hmm. you know like here the Starfleet official uniforms well, you, and you yeah. can just tell well yeah I bought one of those they're pretty good quality was, though see what it was about and I was like oh you can really move in these things and so I've just been replicating mm. it in the replicator ever since doesn't that stink up like real fast like I said, though, because of the like I said best part about these things is after one wear you just throw it back in the replicator and re- recycle it mm. but I can smell you right now from here I mean even yeah. more so because it's, it's this, trapped I don't know sweat. if you guys understand the term fast fashion you should understand it pert but it's the fast fashion well my clothes are all handmade beautifully that is beautifully true remember he stuff. does have that cargo bay that's full. exactly that's yeah full of uh workers uh i used to <laughs> i used to do kind of fast fashion on riza uh but it was just too there's too too much competition down there so it's yeah. to get more in the luxury game uh, yeah so speaking of that uh i do want to open some books for this uh game uh you guys don't have to be a part of it but we said no uh, when we do the test run you, we we did didn't we say no gambling like this was i didn't say that i thought we were going to go more of a microtransaction route with this right. Right. Where you, like you, you want to get to the door you have to mm-hmm. yeah. you have to pay yeah. pay some yeah actually that's right yeah. i mean not Maybe to, we should do that instead yeah it's just that i idea. don't want the the gambling authorities and you know cuz then the, everything is going to everybody's going to want to cut well, yeah i mean there we we might get some gambling authorities because our our the box situation that we have is kind of like gambling because I don't know if you guys remember but you you can buy boxes of stuff that'll give you like uh, possibly yeah. helpful things to get through the room. Right, and I got so excited right. when I opened one and I got yeah. I got one of those uh, a latinum box. <laughs> yeah. I got a latinum box package. Yeah, yeah so you, that's technically kind of gambling. So is it? kind of. Yeah. The thing is, is like you buy uh, you buy a dice roll basically. So you get to roll the dice. The dice tells you, you mm-hmm. know, do you get help? Do you not? You're not gambling. It's just how you play the game, right? It's just the rules. Yeah, kids don't know it either. The and kids you know, don't Vulcans know don't really is. gamble. And yeah. I've been doing. I've I've 
bought like 30 of them. Right. Yeah. So I don't think it, like if if it were gambling, I wouldn't have done that. Lopec, you do you realize that your, we only have like one box made right now, right? So you're yeah. not. You only have one box. So that's why I've been getting the same thing every time. <laughs> yeah. So it's you're yeah. right. It's not technically gambling, but once we have all the like hundreds of thousands of other boxes, like you might get something worse. What you're saying there's uh, there could be different var- variations of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm thinking. I would love that. Ethically, we should probably give your money back now because I, I did realize you were spending a lot of money on these boxes. You were actually spending uh, more money in Latinum than you were getting back in Latinum. Yeah. yeah. You were outspending your own revenue. I was curious about that. I was going to ask about that game. I mean, I love doing it. So you're saying that's gambling. That's gambling, yeah. But there's more of chance huh. involved. Like, there's, like, you... Yeah. So you could pay, get a box, and yeah. open it up, and you could yeah. have just, like another turn and that's it I think I would really dig that I would like that I feel like you know how Vulcan physiology works you know we when we get that rush that endorphin rush of like getting something Uh it's three times stronger than a human so this kind of thing could actually be extremely I've also been meaning to let you know (laughs) Lopec you you don't have to pay three times more money for the boxes just because you're Vulcan it's only fair it's yeah. only fair. Again, you you don't have to multiply everything you do in life by three just because you're a Vulcan. So, like, if a box costs two gold press latinum, you don't have to spend six. Yeah, that's not how that works. <laughs> I mean, I'm fine with it, but I, I, I'm not. I, I I don't know. I just got, as a rule of thumb, I just try to you know triple everything just to be fair because you know I, I have so many advantages. You also over you don't guys. have to take three shifts to every one shift yeah. that they offer you. It's kind of weird. It's a little try-hardy. <laughs> okay. Well, is it as try-hardy as wearing a replicated dress uniform 24-7? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just about the same, probably. <laughs> I'm sorry. You guys I have to go change because this, you're right, is getting very stinky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, I'm just going to buy one more of these boxes. Oh, jeez. I'm going to go practice the hopscotch uh, because I've been getting pretty good at it and I want to I wanna practice some more. Yeah, yeah. By the way, that, that actress that you got to, to be the kid, mm-hmm. great. Yeah, it came from the sweatshop. I, I walked in there, kicked the door in and said, who wants to make a couple bucks? A lot of kids really fled fled towards me. So uh, <laughs> We have plenty more just in case that one dies. <laughs> also, by All the right, way, Kira's uh, been looking for you. Something about... Um, Something yeah. about child labor missing, and <laughs> <laughs> missing Bajoran <laughs> children coming off of the transports. I don't know about that. Jake also was asking about it because he apparently he was talking to one of those girls. Yeah, as we all know, I don't know, know Jake, anything about Jake that. keeps a book of people who come on <laughs> and off the spaceship. So <laughs> that would I gotta, be... I gotta go. Uh, I got some books right. that I need to work out. I'm just imagining now, like, this the unlikely trio of Odo, Jake, and Kira, like, cracking, Batmaning. <laughs> Uncovering a, like, human trafficking operation. Massive Bajoran trafficking <laughs> Jesus. operation. Good lord. Um, Do we, okay, are we going to rate this? Is this holodeck, uh, is this holodeck stuff? Are we going to count this? I My vote's no. Know, man. No, so I don't what, think it's a holodeck. How does it work still? I still don't understand. Did they get beamed onto the ship or is it? In, no, I they? think they get shoved into the little 
pieces. They get honey. I shrunk the kids to, into it. I, I think they get shrunk. I don't know, but they are not on the station. The computer does not find oh. them on the station, which makes me think Maybe they're they th- on yeah. the other ship. Are they like matrixed in? Maybe. Do they get like jacked in? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. They don't explain that. that. More they just don't explain that. And then Odo finds that door, walks through it, and he's back in fucking Odo's bar, which they don't explain that either. Yeah, lot of, that's confusing. A lot of problems with this episode. I'm not going to count it Let's as holiday. Let's rate it anyway. We can rate it, but I'm not counting it as holiday. We'll do the asterisk. Me either. We'll do the asterisk. Uh, okay. I also, uh, for listeners, if you haven't been to our Discord, you should go right now because the uh, the gif of the Kardashians <laughs> as the Kardashians is now up on our Discord. So go check it out. If it, it is out. to be said, so it is. Uh, let me take a look. If you're, if you're watching hey, on g- Twitch... You can get our Discord below. Oh my God! It seems like nobody. <laughs> it's so work. good. It's it's perfect, actually. <laughs> uh, Bigfoot, um, thank you. Please also tweet that, and we'll retweet it. Yes, please tweet that. That's gonna blow. That is gonna blow up. This is our moment, guys. <laughs> this is it. This is this is attention, Bajoran workers. <laughs> It, what, what, what it needs to say is the, the tweet needs to be attention Bajoran workers it seems like nobody wants to work, <laughs> to these work anymore <laughs> Ooh, we, we're about to fire off a real hot tweet oh boy <laughs> um, let's rate uh, this thing even though we're not going to count it let's do it Bigfoot look for that attention Bajoran workers meme too from that episode <laughs> of um, Deep Space Nine where Gold Ducat it's the pre-recorded gold ducat messages are saying attention Bajoran workers <laughs> <laughs> seems like nobody wants to work, work. anymore all right dialogue all right. I, I hated it i hated <laughs> the dialogue because again none of it made sense a la moraine move along home move along home it's like it's, you're just it's you're just bad. yakking at me right. i don't know what's happening <laughs> they are yakking the only line I liked was Kira losing her shit and being like, I'm not fucking Starfleet. The line, <laughs> I don't do this shit. The line that was bad, but I shit. really liked it was like, uh, how did you know? And Bishu was like, the scientific method, actually, I guessed. <laughs> and it was a timing issue. It's like, how did you know the scientific method? And Jadzia could just be like, or whoever it was, be like, yeah. really? It's like, no, I, I, guessed. I just guessed. <laughs> I don't fucking know. I have no idea. They just need... <laughs> You know, he stepped on the joke that he set up. Yeah. That's what it is. Like yeah. an improv when somebody's like, this is a joke and I'm making it. It's like, no, just let the other, yeah. let your partner set you up for it. Um, scientific method. Scientific method. Um, 0.5 for me. Yeah, 0.5. Zero. Hell yeah. Fuck that dialogue. <laughs> Romance. Zero. Zero. Nah, zero. There's nothing going on. Action. Five. Bashir up against the wall. <laughs> That's true. That was pretty awesome. <laughs> that was some Shatner level <laughs> overacting. Yeah, that's true. I'm gonna keep that in the camp. They category. fall off a cliff. Go with like they fall off a cliff. <laughs> Apparently, that was a really complicated visual effects shot, uh, and I Why? don't Bish care. Put a pad down there and jump off. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a two. You're I'm giving it a, a five, Darius. <laughs> One. It's not going to count. doesn't matter. Suspense. Uh, where I mean, are they? What is going on? Well, would, I guess we know where they are. Why do they have once... their tricorders on them? Do they sleep with tricorders at all times? <laughs> Five. 
Suspense <laughs> only works for me if if I care. And I just like it. It's That's just, true. It's a zero. It's a suspense. It's a zero. Camp. Five. Big old five. The hopscotch anything, stuff. Yeah. I, I I wanted to point out the hopscotch when everybody sings it. Avery Brooks. I could not for ask it. for anything more from Avery Brooks. <laughs> He actually tries to sing it, and everyone else is just like, uh, 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 and he's uh, like, uh, <laughs> God damn you. Beautiful man. Stakes. We think the stakes are Zero. high, right? They could like, die. They yeah. think that they're going to die, and then it all gets diffused at the end. I'm going to go with the one. It's a, it's a zero for me, but I, I did want to throw that yeah. one out there. I mean, they could die, we think. Yes. But also, How? also we don't There's, care enough. I about never these feel characters. the stakes of them dying ever. Yeah. Again, because we don't die. know the rules. <laughs> we don't know what counts and what doesn't, and we don't know where chance comes into play. Yeah. Still a one for me. Okay. Overall score, computer. Calculating. One point three nine. It is. It is higher than the other ones. Yeah, well, it doesn't count. Five. It doesn't even go on the list, so. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't even go uh, on the list. Speaking of some of the worst episodes, I, I would like to confirm that I was talking to a friend in Colorado uh, who referenced The Outrageous Sakona as one of the worst episodes that he's ever Thank seen. Thank God. Good. So I just want to uh, validate our feelings about this uh, and let God. you know that it is, in fact, one of the worst episodes. <laughs> I'm really glad that somebody has has seen that episode has seen past the rosy glasses of everything it's sandwiched in between <laughs> so bad so bad yeah what are we watching okay. next week i i made a i switched over voyager episodes to season two episode 23 the thaw which is similar oh. to this one where there's a game uh on voyager but there's no a lot of we can decide whether or not that one counts yeah these are okay why are we doing another Voyager episode that's not even the holodeck? Yeah. We have it, so many holodeck count, episodes though, to do. Cause okay, Because the right. doctor is able to go into the game. Okay. Oh, All right. okay. So All it right. might yeah. count. Let's, let's try it. All right, yeah. cool. All right. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to Trek to the Holodeck, everyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Make sure to check out our Instagram account. Subscribe there. We're on Twitter, Trek to the Deck there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can always check out our Discord, as we said earlier. There's also, great memes, great community there. Make sure to check out our Twitter, because we're about to drop the hottest Star Trek meme Oof. of the century. It's about, to it's about like three <laughs> days too late from like the discourse. We yeah. missed it a little bit, but yeah. it's going to be good. <laughs> Uh, also, I'm sure some other Star Trek account, if it really does well, is just going to take it and tweet it and get way more right. action on it, as internet memes are Tend wont to do. To go. Um, Good. Yeah. <laughs> the intro and outro music was provided by the artist Bodyline, used with permission from the Midwest Collective, now available on Bandcamp. Yeah. Uh, did we already do subscribe? Computer Voice, provided by Verona Blue. Thank you, Verona. Subscribe to this podcast on whatever you're listening it on. Yeah. Uh, no judgment. Yeah. Give us a five-star review only. Yeah. Only five-star mm-hmm. reviews. Right? Only five. Not six. Only not five. Even if it's on a only scale five. of 10, yeah. five. Yeah. Only five. We're a five-star podcast. <laughs> We're five and star. leave a review. Leave um, a review that says, really love this pod. Thumbs up. Yep. Uh, they still don't have the skip uh, intro function for any of the old stuff on, on Paramount+. Plus. So, Guys, this is a sad day because on April 1st, 
Yeah. The next generation will be gone from Netflix. In the United States. In the United States. <laughs> so I just want to have a moment of silence for the end of uh, a beautifully remastered show that will inevitably look like dog shit on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, the Paramount Plus compression <laughs> is just... Yes. I also, it's just infuriating using Paramount+. Plus. Even the shows with skip intro as an option... It does the thing where it's there the entire credit sequence. Mm-hmm. So if I want to enjoy the vibes of the credit sequence, you can't. the entire time there's a skip intro button in the corner, and that's all I can look at. That's all I can look at. Because <laughs> I'm just waiting for it to disappear. I'm okay with it being there, though, because sometimes you miss the skip intro button, and you're like, shit. The What's window for skip intro sometimes should be fast. 10 seconds, I think. That's it should good. not be the three or whatever it yeah. is for Netflix. Yeah. It should be yeah. 10 seconds. I agree. Well, anyway, we're a fan podcast, so Viacom CBS is. I know we don't like your streaming service, but just please leave us alone. We don't want any. We like the content, but don't leave the other podcast that does the TV guide summary. Yeah, yeah go get them. Go go after them. <laughs> Anyways, I uh, hope you guys Take have care. a good uh, good time doing whatever you're doing after you listen to this podcast. Whenever you listen to this podcast. spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated. 